Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and and climate neutral certified so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin glow from the inside out get 10% off your first order with code glow at oseamalibu.com that's o s e a malibu.com code glow it's going to be a weird one today <laughs> i love the background ambiance <laughs> thank you yes that is my uh, my ex-wife's uh, color choice and so I. Oh, oh no no no! I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the kids in the background yelling at each other. Oh yeah, no, actually they're yelling at video games. I think. Oh <laughs> I think good. Well, that's Mallory, healthy. Mallory's yelling at uh, Animal Crossing. How's it going down there? Okay, real good. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, here we are. <laughs> hey, your 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 candidacy for Father of the Year is still intact. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> Absolutely. This is my year. I can feel it. <laughs> so it's the Jack Hankey Show with no theme, no nothing. I have a, a dole acai bowl. I'm enjoying. Did you ever have what? No oh, acai. Bowl. Quite healthy. Probably. I know you're on a kick. You probably it'd be good for you. Yeah. What? I bet you. I bet you that's a red food it's very red yeah can't do red no <laughs> well you can do red in, in quantities I, i'm doing a program called noom margo and i have started oh, i know noom well noom's all noom's all psychology man yeah how's, <laughs> how's it been going for you <laughs> well it's great it's not only psychology because it doesn't affect me whatsoever and but um also um I mean, we knew that about you <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm good as ever yeah. um, <laughs> i break uh it breaks out the food in the different categories. So there's red, yeah. yellow, yellow, and green. And green is the stuff you can eat all day long with a smile on your face. It's a, okay. all fruits and veggies and all that kind of stuff. Um, the yellow, and but they break out. They, they're not saying don't eat the red. It just has, you know, whenever something's red, it's got an, it's an ominous thing. You know, it's like <laughs> a stop sign. Really? <laughs> yeah. But oh, say, green, green, green foods. Oh, there are, but they're, you know, green foods, whole grain Bread, whole wheat pasta, uh, rice, quinoa, porridge. I haven't seen porridge printed out. That's that's one of your old man things. How, how's the porridge been? Did you find is that the pig have a sale on porridge? <laughs> we did find some green, better oats, blueberry muffin oatmeal. That was really good. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, but you know, it, and there are some like non-fat yogurt and fruits, and pretty much fruits and veggies, the stuff you'd expect. The yeah. stuff that. And then yellow, which is to make up about 45. Let's see. So the green, you can make 
30% of your diet. Okay. Even though it's healthier because you can only eat so much of that shit. Then, well, you'll lose your mind, yeah. Right. Then, <laughs> no, not, not a problem. <laughs> Yellow foods make up about 45% of a balanced diet. So, okay. And these include everything. There are some fruits, veggies, um, eggs, meats, seafood, meat substitutes. Like So oh. you can have quail egg. Crab cakes, finally, <laughs> fish, 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 sushi, shrimp, tuna, eggs, turkey, chicken breast, rotisserie chicken, see, there's a lot of meatballs, ham, lean oh. pork. See, there's a lot of stuff that's that's all yellow, yeah, that's yellow. Soups, there's all kinds of soups, dairy, low fat, cream cheese, low fat yogurt. Okay, so, um, what's the name of your thing? Let me let me enter it. Uh, all right, uh, this is a uh, acai bowl, it's an acai bowl by, by, by whom? Uh, dole. Is our, our friends at Dole. Dole. Yeah. You're on the Dole. <laughs> it's It seems damn healthy, but, you know, <laughs> so do donuts. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Here. <laughs> Dole. Yeah. yeah. Acai bowl. Yeah. I think there's only Dole, one. Dole acai bowl. Is it original or what is yes. it? Original. Is yes. it? But yep. there's, so there's no, it's not. It's not blend with fruit and granola. No, there's fruit. Yeah, there's fruit okay. and granola. Okay. Yep, all that kind of stuff's in there. Yep. Okay, sorry. So that is a yellow food. Hey, that's fantastic. So is it? <laughs> is it 210 calories? Check the uh, serving size. Make sure we're on the same. Yes, it is absolutely. That's what. That's what's great about this Noom is you know you don't have to try and guess too much. They have so so many of these things already in there that you yeah. you can do it in barcode. So you're off to a good start there, big boy. All right. Good yellow. Good yellow morning for me. You're, you're better than the reds. I got to read the reds. Because, of course, that's my favorite page. Of um, course it is. <laughs> what bacon. Bacon. 80% beef, red meat, sausage, fried chicken. What a surprise. Hot dogs, meatballs, salami. Here's a here's a surprise turkey bacon. That's oh. been that's been the biggest surprise for me. Isn't the fruits? There are some fruits that are better for you than you thought, and there's some fruits you think are good for you, and because they say wholesome or right. healthy, you know, you try, try try and find a granola bar that's not in the red. I I said wholesome you. and healthy about this show. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> we know chicken true. wings. Chicken wings are red. Go ahead. Turkey bacon. You might as well have the real oh, deal because turkey yeah. bacon. Red's red. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's red. All right. So it's like my walls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. Perfect. I should paint. I should, I should paint my kitchen yellow. Yeah. Except I. Except I refuse to paint. That's why I moved into an apartment. Um, that and a lot of other reasons. But anyway, um, so you and I have both had some adventures. You know that old. I was talking to someone last night, uh, that, and I misquoted Helen Keller: "Life is a daring adventure or nothing." You know, that was her, that's one of her famous quotes. And um, we both have had our effing adventures, you know, but I thought about a little further, Bulldog, and I thought conspiracy theory. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Boys and girls out there in in Facebook land, we both have had individual car mysterious things happen to our cars this morning. So so I'm thinking someone, it's not like we haven't made enemies. (laughs) (laughs) At first I thought it might've been the ghost of Reitman and Miller. Um, (laughs) But only one of them is dead, you know, actually, they were dead. They were dead when they started, but that's an, that's, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, Bob, yeah, Bob's still on the no, uh, yeah, Bob's still here on WWM. He does uh, 
hey mom it's only music it's actually not bad yes it is if you have to hear his voice what's well yeah but you have to hear his voice though um, his son his son does most of the talking so really yeah he does it with his son nice so, um, that's all, all right good. yeah good well and so what happened to you this morning tell everyone so I uh, found our way out to the garage, and um, everyone was really excited to get to school and work. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> sat down, turned the key, and the, the car made a very depressed <laughs> moan. Did, did, it, did, did it even cough? Did it click or anything? Uh, it, uh, it made a little clicking sound. A couple of the lights came on, but not the ones you'd want to come on. <laughs> um, so... It's, uh, yeah, wasn't going anywhere. It just, uh, I, I tried the uh, windshield wipers. It was great. They went like this. Uh, uh, <laughs> you sound like, you, you sound like mayor, you sound like the unofficial mayor of Seabrook, John Koenig right there when he started, <laughs> oh, he started talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I ain't going nowhere. Um, although I've got, uh, we do have uh, Geico, and they're lovely. And they use the app. You click the app, and they'll be here at about eight twenty. So if I uh, get out of my chair in a huff, it's not because you annoyed me. Well, probably will be. It's just that I got to answer the door and let my uh, battery guy in. So yeah. speaking of you getting annoyed, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, John Lorand, yesterday. He introduced me to a, a local author, Brian Wheelahan. I don't know if you've ever heard I, of him. I don't know. And because um, Brian. Oh, wait. Brian, oh, is his name Wheatner or Wheelahan? Wheelahan. Wheelahan. Did he write a giant uh, science fiction opus? No, it's not. A, he wrote Opus 19. It's a collection of 19 short stories. Okay, no, it's not. Different guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's uh, John Loran, who's always sticking his nose in everybody else's business, um, <laughs> thought it would be in a good way. He thought it would be a good idea because Brian would be an interesting guest for us. Yeah. And so Absolutely. I thought we'll for sure. It, so, so, so yeah, so we met yesterday and uh, Brian, what the hell? How did I even start on this? Um, um, oh, yeah, I lost. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're a big help. But anyway, my, my battery guy, like I said, I'll be a little distracted this morning. <laughs> did you say I'll be there in an hour? <laughs> He's uh, on his way. Is Doctor Is Doctor Kelly still on for this morning? Doctor Kelly is in the in the green room as we speak, so she'll bail me out. So she'll be she'll basically be the uh, running the show in, in some ways. Well, some ways. <laughs> at least some. At least at least someone will. In, in all the important ways. <laughs> yes, um, I completely lost myself in that thing. If so, anybody, uh, if anybody knows, if, if, if anybody knows where I was going with that, let me know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, five 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 one two. One. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I can so, do the news here. Yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, let's get the news out of the way. All right. Here's the news. Well, the news it wouldn't be the news without the news. Here I am. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is on the NFL's COVID-19 protocol. I like how they call that, the COVID-19 protocol, meaning don't come anywhere near here, uh, leaving the NFL's hottest team without the reigning MVP. Packers coach Matt LeFleur <laughs> confirmed Wednesday that Rodgers was in the protocol. But would not say if Rodgers had tested positive, nor if Rodgers had been vaccinated. Although I think we've discovered since then that <laughs> both of those are true or not true. So before acknowledge that. Rodgers so what, was he vaccinated or not? I think he said uh, he it was. sounds not. It sounds yeah. Not. He yeah, said he was, but then he, he has he wasn't. Well, he kind of gave himself his out and out. He said he was inoculated. I think is the word he used. But it appears to be coming out that he was using some sort of homeopathic method. I think like, um, I don't know, I, I hear if you rub uh, baking soda, 
Yeah, if you run bat fat and flea tears on your shoulder, <laughs> it does good things. Anyway, I fully acknowledge that riders won't be available Sunday when the Packers, our 7-1 and one backers, put their seven-game winning streak on the line at Kansas City, who is currently at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Yeah, I'm, so there I'm, we go. Yeah, I'm tired of his act. I don't know why. <laughs> He's completing passes, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good act. He's, he's too smart for everybody all the time. <laughs> Jeopardy boy. <laughs> he, he's, he's a YM. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm going to get inoculated. Or right. I- immunized. Right. I think it was immunized. Was <laughs> immunized. Just, That's right. Immunized. Um, yeah. He swung a dead cat over his uh, head at midnight and all good. <laughs> so, there we go. Got rid of his warts, too, at the same time. It was beautiful. For many House Democrats, 2021 is looking a lot like 2009, a year when Republican elected governor in Virginia foreshadowed a dreadful blowout, according to the AP, in the next year's midterm election. So uh, Republican Glenn Youngkin, my favorite last name this week, surged to victory in uh, Virginia, delivered the first blow, and then New York, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy was nearly defeated by a little-known Republican. Two results that led to one conclusion. Democrats are in grave danger of losing control of Congress. I yeah, didn't those dots myself. Ex- extrapolate that. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell is going on? Who wrote Associated that? Uh, Associated Press, our friends at the Associated Press, who are helping us out so much here in the morning. Us Democrats in swing districts are likely the party's first line of defense against such uh, an outcome, and they are the most vulnerable incumbents. So there you go. You know, um, all, yeah. all, all the incumbents should be vulnerable. And, and and account and accountable. Instead, they're instead they're neither. The um, <laughs> you can so forget accountability. I hope we, all we can hope for is vulnerability. Hope they get picked picked off. <laughs> well, we covered that pretty well yesterday. So uh, that was actually more. I don't know why I grabbed that story this morning. That's more of a uh, more of a um, opinion piece. So that's not going to help us too much. But this is actually much better. Uh, Marcus, oh, good. It can only go Marcus. one way. Has first profitable quarter. Uh, the uh, Milwaukee-based hotel and theater operations Marcus Corp has posted its first profitable quarter since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic that has devastated both of its businesses, both uh, obviously the theater business and the hotel business. Marcus Corp reported Wednesday third quarter net income of $1.8 million compared to a $39.4 million loss from the year <laughs> prior. That's That's dramatic. I translated the six cents per share compared to last year's quarterly loss of a buck thirty per share. I had a, I got a buck thirty. I got, I could have loaned them that. Nobody you got shares? I uh, know, but I got a buck thirty. I, 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 I believe they're your people. You, uh, hang, yes. you hang together, don't you? <laughs> well, we share everything, man. So that's fine. Uh, Greg Marcus said our results for the third quarter affirm the recovery is accelerating in both our divisions. Both the hotel and theater divisions significantly outperformed their respective industries. I I, I blame Dune. I think Dune is to blame for this. Hey, I, 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 Dune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although there's not much you can do with Dune at a hotel. They don't have like it's, same quarters, you know. But uh, hey, hey. <laughs> well, what? Uh, so is Dune playing the empty theaters now? Is it dropped that fast? Uh, Dune was doing all right. No, it wasn't too bad. Number one last week again. I mean with a significant loss from week to week, which is expected. So yeah, practically a 60% loss, but that's star Wars does that too. I mean, everything, yeah, everyone wants to see it in the first weekend. It's a first weekend business, Jack. Oh man. And, uh, everything kind of, uh, kind of folds up there. So good news from uh, Marcus. And of course that helps everybody in the long run. Right. Right. How? Okay. How? I don't know. If the businesses are uh, <laughs> profitable, I guess people will eat. I don't know. That's what okay. All right. <laughs> 
right. All four incumbents in Tuesday's special election recall, for which we talked about a little bit yesterday, from Equathensville, will keep their seats after each candidate. <laughs> Not their heads, but their seats. No, keep their seats. Keep their, their side keep. tables. Their, <laughs> keep it at all. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Francoeur, a lot of friends this morning. Le Fleur, Francoeur, Eric Hollander, Akram Khan, and Chris Schultz all led their challenges by at least 16%. That's actually a pretty good. It's, that's a drubbing. It is. They got drugged. <laughs> Defeating recall candidates Chris Cattell, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow herself. No, it's Scarlett Johnson. Uh, Charles Lawrence and Cheryl Reynolds. It was one of 11 school recall collections in Wisconsin. And this number we did not mention yesterday, Jack. 82 school recall elections nationwide. 82. So that's uh, well, what, 16. But that's, what, uh, well, what's the number? How, how the rest of them do? Did not, uh, not. We got to ask Lisa Curtis. Not yet. We'll have to ask her mom. Recall group was galvanized last year like a trash can <laughs> when the uh, school board accepted MTSD Superintendent Matthew Joint's recommendation to begin the school year virtually because of rising COVID nineteen cases in the community. Uh, students were back in classroom four days later, <laughs> but critics said the board's vote was evidence that they abdicated their authority and launched a recall petition to unseat the four members who were legally able to be recalled. Are you or I legally able to be recalled? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just keep, keep I, I just keep I just keep hanging up. That's right. I, I, I get recalled all the time. <laughs> A lot of people uh, hang up. Statement from Frank Cor said uh, Tuesday Necronthes voters rejected the influence of politically aligned messaging and out of area donations. We're talking like out of 414, 262, I don't know, by reelecting our four incumbent school members. Today we begin to come together as a community, maintaining local control around shared values in support of our students and staff. Let's see, any, I'm looking for a quote, a comment from the losers. The recall. Well, I, I, have, I have one from the statement that they put out, and it's okay, classic. Got- it's class- oh, yeah. yeah, it is good. I, okay, you go ahead. Do you, you have it in front of you or no? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, now we hope we have their attention. Who are you again? Who are you? I think they ought to go and form an ethics board in <laughs> Newburgh. What, what else is there to do? <laughs> we have made our collective voice heard. We will continue to stand and we will continue to stand up and speak up. You know why I'm going to continue to stand up? Because I don't have any seats. Um, <laughs> ah, but I'm, hey, <laughs> oh my God. We will not give up. This is too important for our kids and our community. So there we go. Um, first, we are proud of our community. Oh, yeah, they just go on here. It's not yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. typical loser ease. <laughs> Well, we'll get we'll get the inside shit tomorrow from Lisa. I hope so. I hope oh so. yeah, yeah. She's. I think she's had had enough of this. It, it certainly was livened up her beat. <laughs> yes. It's a beat. The, she, the, had to, she had to buy new typewriter ribbons. I hear. The, the, so, the, the, <laughs> yeah, a new whiteout. <laughs> I think that's. I think that. T- the typist is racist if it's a white owl. <laughs> do you I'd know rather, who, do you know who invented ra- white owl, may I ask? Liquid paper? Do you know who invented it? No. Michael Nesmith of the Monkees, his mother. Mama Nesmith? <laughs> Mama Nesmith. Mama Nesmith <laughs> invented liquid paper and they were millionaires before he became a monkey. He was a multi Before he became a monkey. <laughs> 
Talk about another Pleasant Valley Sunday. Oh God! Good times, good times. I'd rather I'd rather blackout than have whiteout. So (laughs) I'm equal opportunity outist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you therefore you're more of a redactor than (laughs) big big black bars. I I had a redactor for you. Maybe your heavy metal album in high school, right? The redactor. <laughs> hey, hey, you skipped right ahead since you you screwed up the beginning of the show. You didn't even hum the theme. We missed little Shirley Kersner. She has a question. The question oh, yeah, is, okay. yeah. question is, where is there a good place for a group of people to go out to eat that's open for indoor seating that is not so loud that you can hear? Mm. Two tables away, what they're talking about, yeah, what their ailments yeah. are, and that, that and that was and little Shirley's asking because she's such a courteous young lady um, for Snarl and Arlen. Um, he's he's the one who's uh, kind of. <laughs> so Arlen's had enough of people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he goes. He he's he, he's he's the guy marching up and down the street with a sign, picket sign, bring back social distance, <laughs> mask um, mask this. The good old days. The good old days. Hey, Mallory. You should be a guest on my show. Say hi. Your show? <laughs> Where's Mallory? Maybe tell not. Oh, she, she fled. Hey, she was tell, Zach, tell Zach to get the magic kid out. This is his big there chance. No, Zach came me into school. Zach came with mom and, her, mom and her functional car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had that, and I... Went to the Java house this morning, as I do every morning, and was there at 629. Uh, the window opens at 630, and there was this charming, smiley, young thing named Margot Henke working there, <laughs> who's, who, who did her best Snarlin' Ireland impression and said, what do you want? What? <laughs> Blackie got his pop cup, That's and right. I, I got my attack. Ole! And then... Um, I went back to my car. I thought, this is going to be great. I'll be all prepped for the show. Bulldog's going to be amazed. And <laughs> it says, cannot detect key. <laughs> no, no key. I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think Blackie my was... problem over yours, I think your problem, I'm, well, thankfully you had extra, so you're fine. But uh, I what? know getting, getting replacement keys can be uh, quite I don't a, know, it's a hassle. I, gotta, I think it said it ended up being in the car somewhere because I didn't oh, hear okay. it. I didn't hear it. Cl- I don't know, but if it would have been in the car, the car should have started. So that's not good. Yeah. Um, luckily, Margot went back to that, that smiling barista, and uh, she had her car, and I used that to go back and get my spare key, wow. ran the car back, and then I go back. So, and by that time, um, the town crier was there, and Snarlin' Arlen, and the, the Jude, the wonderful, and uh, that whole crowd. Uh, unfortunately, we saw Timmy for a minute, but um, it was. Madness. Yes. And, yes. and I'm thinking, who, who wants us off the air besides everyone? You know, we both, both of our cars got. Oh, hold that thought. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to let Kelly in the room. You guys talk because Kelly is our, uh, you know. So she's more interesting than you. She's more sure. interesting anyway. I, Kelly, I, haven't seen, away. <laughs> I haven't seen her in three years. Hello. Here she comes. Everybody knows Dr. Kelly of. Uh, radio fame connecting to audio. Oh, I thought she was just going to be video and, and no audio. That was the deal. Anyway, um, Kelly, Doctor Kelly, she's the vet. We, we 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 vetted this vet, and she's very good. She has her own show on CPL Radio, 
and she has graciously uh, agreed to be a regular contributor on Thursdays. Um, if, but she's kind of she's kind of dissing us right now, which does not bode well for her future on the show. Oh, there she is. You got, do you have, you have your audio going, sister? You got to unmute yourself. There we go. Oh, there we go. Fantastic. Who are you? Ten minutes away. Hi. Oh, you got a cat. You, you, <laughs> you have a cat shirt on? I do. What the hell? Are you a dogist? <laughs> what? A dogist. Why, why would you? Why, you? You're picking a cat over a dog? I think you've done that before, haven't you? We, we put it to you. I, have, I probably have more dog shirts than cat shirts, honestly. Do you? Probably. Probably. So how the hell are you? Pretty good. Yeah? Are you, yeah. Are you, how have you been? Well, lonely. I've missed you and <laughs> missed you and Ted, for God's uh, sake. And and, and uh, your family. How's the the young robotics genius doing it in his first foray uh, into college? He, he's doing very well at Michigan Tech. Michigan Tech. I know you couldn't wipe the smile off Ted's face when he told me that he was going to <laughs> Michigan Tech. And <laughs> very cool, very cool. And you have a is Madeline still a high schooler? Is she or is she out? She's she's a senior. She is in the midst of applying to nine schools, unlike her brother who applied to two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thought you were going to say one. That's that's that's, that's pretty really good. Only, yeah, he was really only interested in one. <laughs> <laughs> nine schools, very cool. Uh, how what's what's her student experience like with all the COVID nineteen stuff and things changing um, and not changing? Is is it is it somewhat more fun than it was last year or what's what's going on I'm sure it is yeah I'm sure it is last year she really never had a problem with wearing a mask at school and she's kind of surprised that the vast majority of kids now don't choose to Mm -hmm. so she and her friends still usually do Mm -hmm. um but and they're vaccinated but um yeah she's kind of surprised that they're not still doing that. Huh. Well, good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, but uh, she's having fun. She, well, that's the important thing. She gets to have a little fun and she's nine schools. That's a lot of work. That's a part-time job just to it's apply to nine. Oh my <laughs> God. Do, do um, any of them charge an application fee to see if oh, you're yeah. serious? Oh, that's oh, yeah. such a scam. I mean, <laughs> they, got, they, have, they have the money rolling in before you, they even decide whether they're going to take you and take even more of your money. I guess that's so, a hot take for the day. <laughs> I think I think that um, her one of the schools she's really interested in. I think there was an application fee, and then we also had to fill out their separate application for student financial aid. Uh, you know, besides that FAFSA. Yeah. And wow. um, pretty sure we paid for that too. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll get the she'll get the aid, and you won't have to pay anything for the next four years. You're you're, you're off the hook. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. <laughs> well, I don't know if you were listening this morning, uh, uh, Doctor. Of course, she was. Well, you're not. You're, what you're else not would exactly, she be doing? You're not exactly getting Jack and I at our best. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking about? Not- you don't. You, you don't look or sound any worse. Than- <laughs> well. <laughs> Traditionally, I'm not in my kitchen. <laughs> it's uh, I, I've asked Linda if I could run the library from my kitchen, and she still continues to say no. <laughs> so, Maybe if you change the wall color, she'd reconsider. Well, that's not my choice, man. 
<laughs> well, enough, enough, enough about you. What about yeah. Dr. Kelly? Is your show back on, Doc? What's going on with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we had a break. We had a break and then um, came back to it. And then once in a while, our schedules just don't, you know, match up or or Jeff's computer crashes or something, uh, <laughs> something like that. I forgot about that one, too. Jeez, like car, my computer. Hey, so you, got, you got one more. <laughs> At least he's eating an acai bowl. He's 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 trying to get healthy. Get I got, well. I, my car and my computer convinced me I better take care of myself. <laughs> well, Kelly, did you hear the news? Java House is reopening on Monday inside. Wow. <laughs> yes. That it, is huge. That is huge. <laughs> well, Lisa didn't want to open until they got a new floor. Well, okay. That's not supposed. That, we're not. We're not supposed to talk about that on air. But, <laughs> but uh, they didn't. They, they didn't. They, they didn't. They didn't get the. They did not get the new floors. But it's being arranged, as with so many other things, with the COVID and supply and all. Get the people. Yeah. The, the flooring has been um, delayed until post Christmas this year. Okay. So they're reopening. They are. They will have a new counter. Her husband Dan, who is amazing in many ways, one of which is putting up with Lisa, um, <laughs> he has, has built built new built new countertops and installing them this weekend. So wow. it, there will be, and, and they're going to have not as much seating, which, you know, you, you know, it's a cozy place. And in, in other words, you're practically, if it's cold, you have your hands in other people's pockets. You're so close. But um, so I, there's going to be a little social distancing. I don't know the exact layout, but Monday is the day that's window service through the weekend and then um, opening back up on Monday. So. Wow. So yeah. See, we'll see who shows up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I know exactly who's going to show up. Darlin' Arlen, Keith the Town Crier, <laughs> Jack Pinky. <laughs> well, it will be interesting to see how, what happens now that there is an inside option. And, you know, last year we sat outside through the winter. Uh, there's one, there, know, only, there were only. Impressive. <laughs> well, <laughs> impressively stupid, but, but, but impressively, it still it was. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the job that's their big news so what what's going on with you and and the the vet clinic what's what's your big news uh our big news is that we're still um we're still in a situation in general in veterinary medicine in which uh the demand outweighs the supply really meaning yeah meaning yeah a lot of people um apparently a lot of people got new pets when you know they were working from home um, which makes sense, but it was a bigger influx, you know, than than the actual profession can handle. <laughs> so if, for example, a new client who's never been to the clinic I work at calls and wants to get in, at this point, it's probably January. Wow. Yeah. That, that's that's impressive. So you, it's you, not you, you, Well, no, I bet. <laughs> But you can then you'll be able to retire early because you, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you can crank your rates. <laughs> um, but uh, is it know, really we, so January? So what if what if someone Kelly is a is a regular patient and, and things? I mean, oh, you, say you, somebody you, who's a, already a client got a yeah. new pet. It, yeah. We can get them. We can get them in sooner. Sooner. We have to save appointments for our established clients mm-hmm. every day. Every day we save a certain number of appointments for urgent things that, you know, really shouldn't have to go to the emergency clinic, but should still be seen that day. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So oh. it's it's a lot of schedule maintenance. Yeah. Ooh. Compared to the past. Wow. Um, and do you have your staff back? Did people come back after? Are they? We were never closed. No, but so, and we can't work from home. <laughs> no, 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 here, hold that up, turn it around. Although we did, ha- we had Lisa Curtis on. She's a reporter for the News Graphic, and while she was talking, her cat jumped on her head and uh, showed us that she had a very clean behind. It was lifted her tail for yeah. everyone to see. It was it was impressive. You could you could have oh. done a rectal examination uh, visually. <laughs> Well, that'll be nice to show. I think maybe he's on air. Do you know what it means when cats do that? No. No. It means it means that they like you and trust you. Aha. That's why Jack gets very few cat holes. <laughs> no, they, no, you idiot. They like Lisa. She like the cat likes Lisa, the one she jumped right. on. Yeah. So that's why people's cats are always jumping on their laps and then turning around. Really? Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, and I've taken offense language. all these years. Like I trust, I trust you enough to not be staring at you the whole time you're near me. I can look away. <laughs> I can show you my best port and uh, <laughs> most vulnerable side. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, what, what with the all the new pets coming in? Have you seen any strange or exotic creatures that you hadn't seen before? Um, probably some new uh, mixes. You know, some forms of doodles that um, we haven't <laughs> seen before. Probably, you know, like there's like corgi mixes and um what else? Corgi doodle? yeah <laughs> i think so to say. it probably has a better name but yeah i think i found one of those but um we're like 98 percent dog and cat we will see you know well birds if we if we get a call about a sick bird we send them yeah. to a place that sees more birds sure. um and uh, I see a fair number of rabbits, some guinea pigs, um, some domestic rats. Um, <laughs> and I have one client uh, who has chickens. There we go. Huh. They all healthy? Um, well, not the last one I saw, but <laughs> in general, yes. <laughs> Chicken special, McChicken's going on special. <laughs> there's an abundant, there's an abundant supply suddenly. Um. Yeah, well, she was she was seven. That's very old for a hen, um, mm. and so you know she had an old lady disease. She had cancer. Ah, so. that's no good. Yeah, but luckily this client grew up on a farm, so she cares about them enough to bring them in one by one when they're sick. But if they need to be put down, she can take care of that. Uh, (laughs) Just whack them in the back of the neck. (laughs) It does involve the neck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I think I want that on a shirt. It does involve the neck. (laughs) Oh, did you get to read? Did you get to read my shirt? Can you read it? Oh God! <laughs> I was distracted. I was, I, I, I was just so distracted. It's hard that again. <laughs> Where did he go? He, <laughs> I, I think you shocked him when you flashed him, Doctor Kelly. <laughs> That's cool. I, I like your shirt. That's very cool. 
<laughs> you got to have a sense of humor about stuff. So are, are people, have they been like uh, overall in the world, there seem to be a lot less patience going on. Or are there people freaking out while they're waiting or anything? It does seem like that. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. does. People call, people call every day with um, concerns and they think they have to get in right that second. And it's, you know, it's, it's really hard to, uh, by the time we've been open for two hours, you know, all of our saved emergency spots are taken. Right. And so people keep going the rest of the day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I suppose it doesn't, you don't have a special message. You can say, sorry, all of our appointments are filled today. You're going you know, to the next one. And oftentimes we'll just say, bring them over, drop them off. We'll get to them when we can. They just don't get to stay. Yeah. with them, which is, you know, sometimes upsetting for people because oh, they yeah. think that, you know, they think that somehow their dog or cat is just, you know, going to die of fear if the owner's not there. And, right. you know, honestly, half of them do better. So. Right. Well, yeah, they, they pick up the, the anxiety that you're transmitting, you know, as a person, yeah. they're pretty in touch yeah. with that. So do you, when you were on the first time and you, you swore you'd never be on the show again a couple of while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you if you what do you prefer cats or dogs and oh. you your answer well I shouldn't have been surprised but you said your your shirt gave it away you said cats that you really yes huh. any right. any oh what <laughs> all right like I'm making it up this. oh yeah I don't remember yeah. this but okay <laughs> <laughs> are cats or dogs easier to treat either one um so, no. <laughs> it, it goes by individual so. case, but case um, by case. Yeah. So there are some really um, difficult cats who um, I remember a couple who, you know, wound up getting away from us and being caught in a net and having to, you know, basically drop them into a box where we could finally give them a sedative so that we could touch them. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I had a 140 pound dog that was just like that last week. Oh, and um, 140 it, pounds. Mm-hmm. That makes Blackie seem small. What kind of what kind of what breed gets that big? Yeah. What breed gets that big? It's Is definitely that like a some, Great Dane or something? Some kind of mix. I think it was probably an Anatolian Shepherd mix. Okay. So. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, can't pronounce it, but I believe you. The biggest dog I've ever seen in person was this Irish wolfhound. I went mm-hmm. to this uh, in Grafton. Just what this guy was having to get together. And it was in the back. It was so big, Kelly, that I thought it was like a, ro- a robot or something. Robot control. It wasn't real because it was so. It was. It wasn't. You thought it, it was this oh, giant prop that he kept yes, in the closet. Yes, <laughs> like like on a, a Disneyland ride when you were kids and those things are mechanical and they're so big. This this I couldn't believe how big that thing was and it was it wasn't you know bulky. It was just but it was huge. I couldn't believe wow. it. Yeah, I think the, the biggest dog I ever saw was a bull English bull mastiff and. He was, he probably shouldn't have weighed this much. He wasn't lean. He was probably 210 pounds. <laughs> he, probably he, should have been a, he probably should have been a slim 180. 30 pounds is a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then once your pet gets heavy, it's hard to get them off it. We had a, a lab at one time. It was probably 15 pounds overweight. It was just trying to get him down 
was not fun because he was used to that. Hungry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'll eat all day, as you know. So, well, that's, that's huge. Um, what ha, have you, do you have any advice for people if they're freaking out about their pets or anything before they call a vet? Is there anything in general, any, any like soothing rules for the, the clients? Well, some people like to um, notice that there's a problem and then wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't contact us for, you know, a couple of days, maybe a week. I'd say you can always cancel. So if you notice a problem, call early. And if you, you know, if you schedule something a few days out and it goes away, you can always cancel. That's a lot better than calling when it's become really urgent and finding out that there's only one time that day we can possibly see you and it doesn't work for you or, mm-hmm. or that we can't see you and we're sending you to the ER. Um, because honestly, the weights there are really long too. Right. Yeah. In fact, the weights are so long at the local ERs that you can call from home and get in line so that they don't have people sitting in their parking lot for eight hours, Oh, which they've been doing. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 one of them, one of the ER ones, is closed up there, right? There was one, one of that- them doesn't have enough staff to be open from one a.m. to eight a.m. So it's most days of the week they're closed from one a.m. to eight a.m. Um, but then they're staffed the rest of the time, and I think there's two nights where they have staff overnight, but that's it. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty bad there too. Yeah, I would and think so. Sometimes when they're really overrun. If you bring a pet there and they find out what the symptoms are, we've had clients who were told, your dog's not sick enough, go home and wait till your regular vet's open. <laughs> so it's pretty bad. Yeah, well, that's pretty bad, but it's also... We've never heard of that yeah. happening. <laughs> I would think that'd be somewhat reassuring in a way that you don't, you know, it's yeah. not going to die. I mean, at least... Your pet's not sick get- enough, you can go home. <laughs> Yeah, so you're gonna live at least two days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So wow. This hey, you've been a vet for a couple of years now. Have you ever seen anything like it? And this has gone gone on now. Has it been like this since the pandemic started, pretty much? Or has it gone? In- um, at first, no. Everybody was like, "Well, we, you know, we were only seeing sick patients, and routine stuff just got put on hold." Mm-hmm. Um, Because we were only seeing stuff that was urgent or stuff where time mattered, Uh, like puppy vaccines, the Mm -hmm. timing matters. And so even though these are well patients, we were still seeing them. Mm -hmm. Um, But so part of the reason we got so busy a year ago is that we were having to catch up on delayed care. Ah, Um, That's really probably all caught up by now. Now it's just the number of new pets. So, yeah. Wow. Are there, there's got to be more people who aren't equipped to have pets if they just ran out to get a pet, you know, if they aired on the side before of not having one, but then they're lonely during a pandemic, they're probably not (laughs) the ideal pet owner. I'm sure a lot of people jumped in without their eyes wide open. Yes. They don't know how much pet food costs, how much veterinary care costs, how much boarding costs when they want to go on vacation. They have some of them have no clue. Right. And, you know, they got their, say they got their dog from the Humane Society for, I, I forget what their adoption fee is for dogs, let's say 120. 
And uh, rather than, you know, a dog from a breeder that's 1,200, mm-hmm. you know, or, or more, um, they may have a, a false sense of what things cost in the dog and cat world. So I'm sure there are some um, unpleasant surprises and unfortunately some pets being returned. Given yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I have heard or read headlines about some of the rescue dogs are because of what they've been through. Um, are more difficult pets to until they get used to you because they're they've come from their background. They're they're emotionally scarred from their background. It's, it's, I'm, yeah, secondhand pets come with baggage. I knew you'd find them. Why didn't you help me? You let you let me <laughs> you let me stutter and stammer. You, you just had this. You, you, had, you had like an evil smile on your face the whole time <laughs> as I was fumbling through that, and then you just go, hey, "It's this." <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, a lot of them have a great deal of fear of unknown people, unknown places, and fear is the number one cause of any of aggression in dogs. You know, fear aggression is way more common than um, what assertive or offensive aggression. It's more defensive aggression. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we see an awful lot of secondhand dogs who are very difficult pets and extremely difficult in the veterinary clinic Mm -hmm. um, just because of their level of fear. Because everything's so, everything's new and strange to them. To them, there yeah, even even the people they, who gave brought them there, you know. Yeah, and they maybe during their socialization period, which is from six to sixteen weeks of age, and then it's over. They didn't get normal levels of socialization, so they were bound to be fearful. Um, you know, you can have a dog who didn't get good socialization during that critical critical period, and you can help them. And they can get better, but they can never be what they could have been had they had good socialization during the right time of brain development. Hmm. So, yeah, I remember you don't know. Yeah, we don't know what their backgrounds are. We don't know. You know, some fearful personalities are genetically inherited in dogs as well. So there is definitely a genetic component. But, um, yeah, it's true. A lot of a lot of secondhand dogs turn out not to be easy pets at all. Hmm. adding to the adding to the fun um yeah 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 i remember you telling me the six to 16 week thing before see i remembered i listened to some of the stuff you said and that was <laughs> that i that should be to me it seems like there should be some psas out there about that so people realize that like like bulldog when he was six to 36, 36 years old he was he's been damaged he's never coming back he was never... kept in a room by himself and never <laughs> saw the light of day and it was painted red <laughs> oh man <laughs> Oh, God. He's very excited to be on the show. You heard Dr. Kelly was coming. Turn, 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 around, turn around so Kelly can do a quick visual rectal, would you? Look, he likes you guys. There you go. He, he, he trusts us. We're just, we, we're, we're just, Kelly was just helping me after she watched me stumble and suffer for a while and then summed up everything I was trying to say in like one, one beautiful sentence. Wow. And, um, well, you want to co-host the show? <laughs> <laughs> Could she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, you're not doing anything. You don't have anything going on. <laughs> Things are slowing down for you in, in, yeah. in, in, your, in your other life. Is there anything, Kelly, that you would say to pet owners in general as we, we continue on this pandemic? Anything they, they should or could be aware of that you're saying? Besides, hmm. I, I, think, I think it was really good advice what you gave about a couple minutes ago about if you think there's a problem, call ahead earlier rather than waiting for it to become acute because that's really going to be a problem. Um, yeah. And you can yeah. cancel. Calling early and canceling is way better than not being able to get in when you really need to. And because and, <laughs> I would do that. I would think, I don't want to bother them. They're busy if, if it's going to go away in a couple of days. But then mm-hmm. usually it doesn't go away in a couple of days. And it, yeah. it gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other pet owner training yeah the owners need to be trained not the pets for god's sake well that's true and that's why i when people um have dogs who are really family pets and they want to get them trained some people will send them away to these you know one month whatever you know training camps and the dogs get trained but the owners don't and so they come home very well trained and then a year later when i see them that's it's all gone because the owners didn't learn how to keep it up yeah. mm. ah, so that, that's that what is, she said that is something that <laughs> the, that is something that's very important about puppy classes it's not just the dogs that get trained it's the owners who learn how to train the dog because yeah. training is lifelong it's yeah. not something that you really ever stop You know, I used to be able to speak French, but I didn't keep up with it. And so I've got like maybe 5% now. (laughs) We have to send you back to uh, French camp. The same thing thing happens with training. You need to practice. You need to continue. You need to be consistent or it all just goes away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's that. And then um, the other thing to keep in mind is um, that the staff at veterinary clinics are just as human as anybody else. And I really think that all people deserve the same level of respect, no matter what their job is. So when potential clients or even existing clients call and they lose their minds that we can't get them in that day, we're happy to fire them. (laughs) (laughs) You're your your look went from kind of a snarl to a big smile saying yeah, yeah you're in, sorry yeah, we're, that, we're too busy for that yeah we're that doesn't work that you're you're not worth it if you're going to abuse my staff you're not worth it right yeah i, I don't know what it is with with people i mean i guess there's a general anxiety about life in general that is causing people to be so effing rude and uh, it just common re- respect for other people that's it um yeah, I we found a dog trainer who was just was wonderful, and I I know his mom, and I, I said, well, I, I'm gonna Black and I are gonna do another train. He needs an, like a refresh, just keep like you said, keep going a refresher on it. And she said, you need the refresher. <laughs> She's <Yeah. like>, yeah. <laughs> and I said, yeah, you're right, yeah, but it's both of us, you know, it's not just send yeah. the dog away. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And I've had, I remember one young, beautiful, great Dane who went away to one of those training, whatever facilities. And she came, she came back an extremely fearful dog because they used shock collars there. And so they turned her 
into from a happy-go-lucky trusting dog into a very fearful dog. So that was definitely the wrong kind of training for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know why she went there, honestly, because she's not a hunting dog. <laughs> so it, it was very sad, though. Uh, it was really sad uh, that she came back like with this bad experience and her behavior, her personality was at least temporarily changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell it was not the right thing to have done for her. Uh, yeah. That's six. So critical, and people usually get if they get it from a breeder, the dog it's right around that six to eight week. Yeah, mark it's it's very usually it about like eight weeks when weeks they old. first allow. allow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you really have to get on it right away. The social, you do. How do you, when you say socialize? And socialize. How does someone socialize their pet? Exactly, socialization doesn't mean playing with other dogs. It means life experience. It means riding in the car. It means seeing a motorcycle go by. It means, you know, seeing the vacuum cleaner from across the room. It means um, seeing somebody with a hat or a beard or glasses or a funny walk, uh, seeing somebody in a wheelchair. That socialization is seeing those things and going, oh, that's normal, because those are the kinds of unfamiliar things that dogs with poor socialization are unnecessarily afraid of. Um, so yeah, it's like everyday life experience that you want them to be comfortable with. Um, so meeting little kids, because a lot of dogs probably don't really know that little kids are actually people because they smell different. They have immature sweat glands. They move differently. They're erratic, you know, in their uncoordinated movements, they handle dogs differently. You know, they like kind of pet like that. And, um, so I'm sure that there's a lot of dogs, um, who come in and their owners tell me, Oh, she hates kids or she's terrified of little kids. And, and that's why it's because they weren't around little kids when they were learning what's normal. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, Blackie's been through some stuff, my dog, but growing up with Margot, she was still a little kid, you know? So in fact, I, I call them, they're from the same litter, Margot and Blackie, because they are they both have a lot of the same personality traits there. They want attention. They're, they're, they're both um, hyper at times. And then boy, when they're not happy, you know it. So I, I think. Talking about me, Jack. <laughs> no, I, I was saying that black, my dog and my daughter are from the same litter. I just call them. The, I, 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 I often, I often refer to them as the twins and which Margo doesn't appreciate, but it's, but it's true. They, they show so many of the same personalities. It's like, Oh my God. I, I, I know I had a hand in this as the parent, um, but still. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> well, the socialization is. Kelly, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, it is Thursday. Uh, my car battery is installed. I'm a lot broker. Uh, so uh, we can do, that's why I'm doing this for my uh, kitchen today. I, don't oh, know if you okay. uh, I had an uh, automotive issue. Jack and I both did today. Uh, but uh, We think there's a there's some kind of group that wants us not to be on the, the radio. They stole my car key and took his battery. And then torpedoed so, my battery. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But we, we 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 all we all lived them anyway, much to their yeah, chagrin. Was, yeah, <laughs> did, did you only have one key for your car? No, 
I had I had two, but I only had one on me until I lost it, and then I had to go back and get the spare. So oh, okay. it was it was a lot of fun. I was at the Java House when I lost it somehow outside somewhere. Oh, so, yeah. What, did you look oh. in the bottom of your coffee? Swallowed it. Hang him upside down. <laughs> can I can I come in for an X-ray, Doctor Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> I thought you were going to go there. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, Dr. Kelly, we could certainly try to crank out one of your shows today. So uh, stop by the library later. I will be in, which is okay. while on a Thursday, and the computer is working. <laughs> so, oh, good. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. More than we can say for Jeff. As of this writing. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, hey, we're coming up on nine o'clock. You you guys made it. See, I knew uh, a uh, bulldogless show. uh, It was so smooth. It was wonderful. (laughs) Kelly Kelly guided me through. I was a nervous patient, (laughs) nervous nervous owner, and she got us through. As usual, she gives you common common sense stuff. Says that you can understand. Even I could understand it. So she does a hell of a job. And (laughs) we usually say, now you want to promote your stuff, but you don't want to promote your business. You don't want more yeah, business. We, we, stopped, <laughs> we stopped all marketing this year. We just turned it right off. <laughs> like, we'd rather be a secret. <laughs> oh, man. But like uh, Joe's Diner on the outside of the building. <laughs> you know, they won't know. <laughs> Joe's Diner. So, so, right. don't, so don't look for Dr. Kelly. Don't try and find out where she's <laughs> She's practicing. None of that stuff. She's had enough of everybody. Yeah, Going to the beach and a drink bad. with an even, umbrella. Even, uh, even, my, even our groomer stopped accepting new clients over a year ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Your groomer yeah. or? Our, our, uh, our practice groomer. Yeah. I don't, know about, I don't know about the person who grooms me. I think she's, I think she's okay. She's doing a hell of a job. You look great, Kelly. I haven't seen you, I haven't, I haven't seen you in 100 years. <laughs> yeah, look fantastic as always. Oh, so, thanks. Yeah, it's it's a smile. Even when she's not happy, she manages to smile. I think. <laughs> well, that's Dr. Kelly here on the Jack Hankey Show. That's been a chaotic morning, and uh, thanks chaotic. Came well, for me. It was pretty. Sm- it was Let's pretty smooth y'all. here. About y'all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back now, tomorrow, tomorrow in the studio where we belong. Tomorrow we have right. Lisa, Lisa Curtis is our insider uh, for yeah. the news in the Ozark County. And we might have our first Fitness Friday with Ben Quist, uh, the nice. personal trainer and physical therapist from Foreman Fitness. Uh, he, has, he has not confirmed. I mean, maybe he's okay. the one who stole my key because he didn't want to come in. But anyway. That's one way, that's one way of avoiding the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye well, guys. great to, great to see you. Thanks, Thank Kelly. You. See ya. All right. Have a great day. And thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, sticking with us through this odd day. Um, and, if, and if anybody has any restaurant suggestions for Little Shirley, don't forget. I had one as I was outside. Chuck's place is pretty quiet. What? I love Chuck's place. It's, it's, it's not quiet. Well, it depends it's, on what it, time of day you're going. It, it, it's bustling. <laughs> in a good way. It sounds like a, it sounds like an eatery should, but it's not. He a, wants breakfast, lunch, or brunch, or lunch, dinner, liner. You know, he can... <laughs> what if you want to print, you know. Br- Brinner? Yeah, there you go, Brinner. <laughs> All right. Okay, folks. All right. Bye for my kitchen. Adios. See you. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye.